Oh, wait, he's not here. She's here. Okay. Maybe I got everybody. Morning, everyone. It's nine o'clock. All the board meetings on the board is going to be December sixth. 2023. Uh, Michael Capretti is attending as a public citizen today. He's unable to attend. As I think he used up his, his yeah. Zoom uh, attendance ability. So uh, I will run today. Does that mean that we can talk about him and he can't say anything back? <laughs> <laughs> he can speak back during public input. Oh, okay. So we have public input. Sorry, it's happening There you go. So uh, we'll review the agenda uh, and um, there it is for you in front of you. Um, any public input today, Stephanie? No. Nope. Anything? No. Disclosures? Disclosures. The 2024 meeting schedule calendar. Stephanie wants to speak to that or is we were what is the, this is about the time I'm going to meet? Uh, yes. So we're going to start at 9.30, mm -hmm. unless otherwise That's communicate. That's, <laughs> That's right. So if we have a, if it looks like we're going to have a long meeting, move the meeting time up to 9 o'clock because we have to end at 11 normal. That's correct. So, but, but because traffic is bad and some of us have trouble getting there at 9 o'clock, to 9:30. So those the children appreciate it. They're welcome. And I will change that. I will update the meeting invite 
on a, I guess, case by case basis, so it's more accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should know. Well, by I would think by the middle, by the leadership meeting, we should know. Yeah. So that people have two weeks notification, more or less, about the schedule. Okay. Uh, approval of the action report. We have two corrections. Okay. Uh, I'd like to draw the Lawrence. Larry. Larry. And I left off Ben. So that's it. Okay. Can we add the, the fact that the meeting was held by Zoom? Just for clarification. Yes. Sure. Okay. Um, item two. This was the November meeting, and item two discusses things that were scheduled before the Board of Supervisors during sessions in October, but they would have already taken place before we had this meeting. Some will confuse me about that. Okay. So, past tense. Past tense, yeah. Yeah. Or help. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was just a summary of uh, when these chapters were going to be covered. Yeah, some of them were in the past. Uh, but. Um, I would also just like to say for number three, just for information, I don't know if we need to change it, but there was a notation in the October 30th meeting that this list of future ZOC items for potential discussion under number three, they specifically said it was not a comprehensive list. So we just need to recognize that this is the Planning Commission short list from June, but it's not the comprehensive list that would appear in Arroyo next January. If lifting that language might be helpful. Anything else? Motions? Approve. Second. Uh, motion for approval by Brown and second for the votes. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? All Aye. Aye. Okay. Uh, Walbridge abstains. The rest are approved. Jim Bingle is now is now Okay, status updates. Yeah, Jacob here for the first one. Okay. Um, good morning, everyone. Like Groundhog Day. <laughs> Although this does put me into the holiday spirit of giving. Good <laughs> um, so, as you, as many of you are well aware, that the uh, we'll be back before the planning commission on December the 14th for their work session. Uh, I anticipate that uh, that it will be. So and we'll be forwarded to the board. Um, and as part of that, as part of the work session there, 
Uh, we will, the uh, a representative from Kimberly-Gorn will be present later to speak to any question or answer any questions, uh, additional questions that the planning commission may have regarding the analysis that was done by them. Um, and so the staff report or staff memo, I should say, will be available on, will be available on Landmark uh, by the close of business tomorrow. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, uh, that should be the case. And so um, that's the update for, for the ZOAM. Um, I know there may be some questions uh, that others would have regarding the ZOAM. So, Right, is that sort of yep. answer? Or? Well, we can. Yeah. We always ask you a question, right? Yes. Yeah. Questions? Yes. Um, I think I'd already sent one in advance to address questions that I received, not only from residents, but also it was raised at the RADC meeting, not once, but twice, and other stakeholders. And that is the visibility and landmark of a uh, possibility of conservation easements, gross acreage calculation being included in a cluster subdivision. So although it's not an application, it is something that is tangible in landmark right now that people are seeing that it would need to be proactively addressed. And um, I also received a call as, a, as an easement holder for the Northern Virginia Conservation Trust asking. And what I was told was that a number of conservation easements of circa 2014 and after for NBCT, Land Trust Virginia, Old Dominion, even VOF have a specific paragraph that would not allow that. But there are easements that go back to 1968, including what's the language in a development easement. So as we are finishing up this zone, making sure that we are not leaving this wide open is the request of, of what can be done or what is being done to investigate. Okay, so I, I can tell you that uh, staff is internally discussing this. Uh, it has been brought up, obviously, um, and that is something that uh, we are uh, discussing with the county attorney's office. You know, it is Within those discussions, you know, it's uh, we are discussing some possible changes to the draft to to the zoning text uh, that would, I guess, address the issue with regard to requiring um, the requirement that uh, requiring that the, the easement language for the information farmland plot uh, include a statement uh, that maybe that that would prohibit the future easement being used in any future calculations for density. Uh, so that is a discussion that is ongoing right now. Um, and so and that language, there hasn't been any language that's been added to the to the draft text, although this is just a discussion that we are having with, with the county attorney's office. Um, and so that may be something that, uh, you know, may be coming uh, with, with that draft draft text to address that that possibility. Uh, with regard to, to the preservation farm a lot. But what about the originating tract, the very, very start of the Farm Bureau and PEC have also been approached by several sure. yes, right. citizens asking about this issue. Sure. And that is a discussion that is, we are looking into that as well. 
Um, you know, we hear the concern, uh, given that there have been some, you know, some possible subdivisions you know, coming down the pipeline that that may try to include some east parcels. And I think that's a, I think that'll also be a discussion uh, that would have to be had with, you know, with those that hold the easement, uh, property owner, county attorney's office. And I, if that happens, you know, that, that's a discussion that, that's going to have to be had. Uh, but as of right now, the discussion is with internally is to provide some language um, within the draft text to address the, the preservation farm lot and the requirement to, to provide that that lot within within a conservation easement state that 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 lot cannot be used towards any other future density. Uh, so. Again, I, I know Mara, she had brought up, you know, what about the originating tract? Um, and, you know, I think that's, again, we're, we continue to, to look into this, okay? I, I can't for, for sure say that, you know, yes, there's going to be language in there that's going to address everything that, that you're, you're bringing up with regards to the originating tract and what about these other, other tracts that have been, already that are already within conservation easements being brought in uh, or like yeah. a cluster of division and get that essentially take those, those, all, those, right? the, those the lots are somehow getting their way making their way back into and close for zox awareness the specific language is a long text but it specifically says in a variety of easements mm -hmm. Neither the easement area nor any portion of it shall be included as part of the gross area of other property not subject to this easement for the purpose of determining density, lot coverage, or open space requirements, or any other applicable laws, regulations, ordinances, controlling land use building density. Um, and it goes on. This text is not in my two easements. Right. So, you know, again, that's going to be the situation. And is it in, do you know, development easement contracts? I don't know. We don't know that. I don't. Thank you for the update. I'm I'm hoping that it's included as an issue for next week. Okay. Um, so, like I said, the, you know, the the memo will be out tomorrow, hopefully by the end of the, end of the day. Um, and again, you know, there's there hasn't been any updates to the text as it's been what it is for the past. I think since the last time we had made an update was in May uh, to the text. So, um, but again, like I said, uh, there are some outstanding issues that I'm sure the planning commission will address to include the percentage, the preservation percentage, uh, the amount of prime soils that would be needed to, to trigger the preservation farm lot, and also the uses. So I think. Those will be discussions at the at the planning commission work session on the 14th. The rural council um, our zoning ordinance group meets on Friday morning, and this is going. I'm sure this is going to be a topic there too. So I, I think I can projectively speak for them that um, think that they would encourage this being addressed before the group rather than trying to. Within the exactly. zoning ordinance, is that the logical place to look at? Yeah. 
address this issue. Right. This is the call that should be here. Because it's not consistent in ASIN text yes. across all right organizations. Correct. And it increases that number at 11,000. Further questions, comments? Jacob? Welcome. Ordinance rewrite. All right. Well, uh, sort of like Jacob's update, <clears throat> there's not a whole lot to, to update you on what's happening precisely at this moment. As I think most of you are aware, December 13th is the public hearing on that. Um, staff have been working to train other staff internally on what's in the Southern Women's Rewrite as a whole. Um, we do feel that much of it, there might be tweaks, so there's going to be some things that the board may act on uh, on December 13th uh, to clarify or uh, say the grandfathering resolutions, they may opt to, to do that. Those things are, are things that are up in question, but overall, we're confident that the majority of the zoning ordinance rewrite is uh, encompasses what they had envisioned. And so we are internally training staff to familiarize ourselves with what's in that text. Um, but it all comes down to December 13th. And I don't know if anybody is aware, but the sign up for that meeting was started opened last Friday. So that's right. It's, yeah. it's open. Right. Definitely. Questions, comments on that? Okay. Future ZOC items for potential discussion. I guess we have this here uh, just as a reference uh, or for further discussion upon these items or uh, any additions we might like to make. I think also I would note that, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think at any time during the year, we notice inconsistencies in the ordinance, we certainly can discuss those as well. Would Zach be interested in being in at the January, whatever date meeting it is, on recommended prioritization for the second board meeting? I think that uh, Michael and I are, Michael was working on uh, getting a meeting between I and Chairman to discuss this. Not sure where we stand on that at this point. It's because he and I haven't talked about it. I saw a slight nod at the head up there, so. <laughs> Anything on that one? Comments. Coming meetings, we have to have January 3rd. Here. Any question on that? Yeah. Um, we start a new year, so we go back to zero as far as our virtual meetings. And I didn't know whether it was a good idea to consider that for virtual. For January for virtual? Uh, we don't really know what's. That's one other question. Yeah. What's really going to happen between now and January 3rd? Good point. I mean, the board will not have had their organizational meeting. Like, it almost feels like that meeting could be later in the month or skipped. Or skipped like, all together. 
Okay. What do you, what do you all? I don't disagree. There's not going to be too many. Yeah. There's no reason to be What do you see? Anybody feel a need, a need to meet in January? Oh, we're assuming. What's the bottling thing? I will say if we do a virtual I saw it though. If we do a virtual meeting, do you guys want to burn one? Yeah, we will cancel them. Well we are we are assuming that the thirteenth and the fourteenth will go as planned. And if it doesn't, it doesn't then well, I, I trust the leadership to yeah. make a decision yeah. about whether or not we have to anyway. So then I maybe mean, I throw it out there like um, as the leadership gets together in January, do we consider virtual for February? Um, I'm doing this because of weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weather I think it's coming in route seven right. always screws us yeah. up. Yeah, well we can always can we not um, do that sort of on an emergency basis? I was going to say, is it possible to pivot that to 24 hours? I don't know. There's a policy. What's the final step? I want to say it's a three-day three time window that we have um, in the bylaws. So it's not like an emergency situation. But yeah, if we do say a forecast, how many virtuals will we get? Two or three? Two and over 12 months. And they cannot be back-to-back. -back. From my perspective, Make it an in-person and then leadership and Stephanie and Ryan, you guys make a decision five days out. We, we typically have an idea yeah, of whether exactly. it's looking like it's going to be bad five days out. Um, knowing the D.C. region, we'll probably get like the blizzard in March or something. That's <laughs> so, true. Right. Yes, but it's bad. Yeah. yeah. What's easy to predict is the way the schools will close. In a that's right. very, very predictable. Well, that's terrible. Right. And then we don't. Yeah, yeah. That shuts us down. So anyway, that's why I was gonna. I think we should do a heavy lean towards February and let the chair, the vice chair, okay. kind of decide sometime in January. January. Right. Yeah, January third meeting canceled. January third is canceled, and February will probably be in person. But uh, change that. Anything else? All the meeting jerk. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, I think that's about the short <laughs> 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 <laughs>